Hi, I'm Sir Charles Carey, professional trainer, speaker, and author. My area of focus is peak performance, and today I want to share some information with you that I believe that can make a huge difference in your overall success. Now, this is a lot of information, so get a notepad, uh, get your Evernote, or whatever it is you use to take notes with because it's going to come fast, and I want you to get the best out of this experience. I believe that the cure for your life starts with you, but the right mindset, that's all you need. So when I say radiate the brain and change the game, literally that's what it's all about. It's all about how you can change your thinking and that will eventually change the outcome. So with that being said, I want you to understand that the cure for your life starts with you and what you're gonna do about it is a few key things. I want you to get three takeaways from today's presentation. And I say three because it's important that you walk away with more than what you came. Or I should say more than what you came with, right? So <clears throat> when it's all said and done, the information that you use, I want you to be able to apply it to your everyday life, your everyday uh, career life, or your everyday entrepreneurial life depending on what side of the grass you're on or what lane you're in. So let's look at it like this. Now when the movie Concussion came out with Will Smith, you know, there were no explosions, uh, no computer graphics, nothing really, you know, so over the top that would draw my interest immediately. But I saw the film several months later. And in watching the film, what I realized was it was a great story. And the premise of the story is about a doctor who comes to America for his big opportunity, but he goes up against the big machine. And in this case, the big machine is the NFL. So he explains to the NFL, the owners and you know all the, the big bosses that these players, these football players that have multi-million dollar contracts, you know, they're uh, becoming substance abusers, they're uh, becoming bankrupt, they're going through all these horrific life changes. I'm talking about alcoholism and, and domestic violence, and they can't figure out why. And he's telling them it's because of the concussions. You know, he says, boys, they go to JV, and then they go on to varsity, and then they go to play collegiate bas uh, football. By the time they get to the NFL, those that make it, They've endured up to 20,000 hits. So my question to you is, how many hits have you taken? How many times have they made you feel like you didn't count? Like you didn't matter? In fact, you can remember hearing quiet whispers as you walk by a group of your colleagues because they didn't want you to be privy to the information. In fact, it may have happened so often in your life, you may have even felt like, I don't measure up. You see, those are the concussions of life, and you must be aware of it. And understand something, education and training alone will not take you where you want to go, literally. You can get all the education you want to, but without practical application, it does not matter. It will not help you. Concussion, look at the definition, a hard jolt an injury of soft structure, especially of the brain, results from a violent blow. The point I'm making is, many times in life, we have been injured 
mentally injured, someone has offended us, and it has affected us psychologically, and we've never overcome that mental tragedy, that mental jolt, and it stayed with us our entire lives. And it actually has prevented us from becoming the person we ultimately want to be. Now that's a lot to swallow, but if you think about it, you may find that that has been your truth or your experience as well at some point. Many of us would like to overcome it, but, but, but many of us don't know how. So what I want to share with you today is that the concussions of life are things that you can look at. We've all gone through them. They're not so uh, outstanding or so unique that you're the only one. Take comfort, now I'm saying this in a way that I want you to understand, take comfort in understanding that the concussions of life are everyday occurrences that we all see, we're all dismayed with, we're all thrown off track, and they affect us all differently, but at the same time, they affect us in a way that's so unfortunate because it stops us from becoming the ultimate version of ourselves. Now, if you saw some of those descriptions, you may realize that, yeah, I've been disappointed, I've felt uh, hurt, I've felt rejection, I've felt many of those things. If you felt many of those things, then you understand exactly where I'm coming from. Now look, our focal alignment is really crucial. It's critical, in fact. 40% of us focus on things that will never happen. Now, that leaves 60% out of the big 100, right? But that's a large percentage. 30% of us, we focus on things that we cannot change. Now, why do you spend so much time on those things? I believe you're really influenced by the opinions of others, peer pressure, social media, and things of that nature. But still, that is a huge amount of uh, mental space that's being rented in your brain and you have no control over it. You know, they say when you know better, you do better. That's what Maya Angelou says. And you have to understand that you have no power over things that you cannot control. And if you have no power over those things, you have to start learning to let them go. 12% of us, we focus on things that, you know, we consider criticisms of other people. Now, the truth of the matter is, a lot of those criticisms, they're not verified. So what are you saying, Charles? What I'm saying is, you come to a conclusion without any proof, without any absolute evidence, for instance, that someone has an opinion of you, and then you develop an opinion of them. And it's unverified. So again, you're utilizing thoughts and in, in time in your mind about something that's not serving you. You don't get a return on your investment. That's 82% thus far. Think about it, 10%. The next 10% is focused on our health. Now this is important, and our health, obviously, it is critical. But the point of it all is that most men, we don't like to address our health. Women are more proactive than we are. And my point again is, if 10% of your focus is on your health out of 100%, I would say that's a reasonable percentage to be concerned with. I mean, look at me, for example. I'm a two-time cancer survivor. 
So it's really important that I eat right, I get the right uh, exercise, that I, you know, I, I put the right things in my body, you know, that I get the right rest, all those types of things. That's because it is that important. So that's not a waste. But look at that, 82%, 92% when you add the last 10%, that only leaves 8%. What do you think the other 8% is really focused on? Talk about our focal or focus alignment. Uh, 8% is focused on real concerns. Now, of course, this makes sense also. Real concerns, I'm talking about things like paying the bills, getting to work on time, um, you know, making sure that you're up on best practices, you're doing all the little things, taking care of the kids. You know, again, I said paying the bills, but you know, all the small things, your cell phone, you know, you have other curricular activities, you know, your house is clean. All those things are real concerns. So out of 100%, if only 10 or 18% is focused on things that matter, that means we're wasting 82% of our focus alignment. I don't think we can truly afford to waste 82% of our time on things that really don't have any relevance in our life or any true relevance, no true magnitude on who we are and how we should measure up. Now, you may think differently, but I know for those that are really looking for more in their lives, they really want to hit the mark where it counts. They really want to do things that make a difference. They want a return on their investment. Now, this next stat, I was told when I was very young and I never forgot it, and you'll hear as I continue to share this information, I was told that people only spend 10% of their brain's capacity in a lifetime. They only use 10%. And now to me, that was a huge, huge uh, amount and it just did not make sense. Now you'll find out through me what I've done. Most things that I've done have been totally focused on working with people, dealing with people, especially in the creative space. And that's why I love what I do. Because I'm, quote unquote, like my book says, aligned by design. And being aligned by design means that you're perfectly fit or perfectly on the path to do what's in sync with you. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about the books and you know how they relate to this presentation and how they probably relate to you. Now, if you want true freedom, the only way to get it is you have to be willing to free yourself. You have to find the information, you have to find the path, and then you have got to get it through hard work and dedication and, de and determination. So you've got to fail in order to prevail. You literally have to fail, meaning that you have to make some mistakes. You don't want to intentionally just fail, but you're going to go through some things in life that don't turn out the way you want. So you have to fail in order to prevail. Because once you've failed, hopefully, if you're anything like I am, you do not want to repeat those same mistakes. You want to make better the next time around. And you can't win unless one thing in particular. Now you can fill in the blank with a lot of things, but there's one thing that really completes this statement. You must be sold out on you. If you're not sold out on you, it really doesn't matter because you're gonna find that you're gonna waste time and you will not be satisfied. You must be sold out on you. 
You see, you're the best thing going. You're the best thing, maybe even in your community, maybe even the best thing in your family. Not to say that your family members or your community, those people are bad, but what I'm saying is that the talents, the gifts, and the abilities that you have, they are perfectly designed for you. And it's up to you to make good on them. It's up to you to really be your best version of you as you pursue that path using those gifts. See, this presentation is for everybody. Now, a lot of times people want to focus on a particular group, a particular demographic, but let's be honest about it. Leaders, supervisors, managers, business owners, it doesn't matter. Everyone wants to have a better life. But the only way you can have a better life is you have to start here first. You've got to radiate the brain and change the game, literally. You have to change the way you see things, how you think about things, and apply it accordingly. That's how you get the best out of each and every engagement and each and every opportunity in life, especially as it relates to your career goals, your spiritual goals, or your entrepreneurial goals. So, why me? What gives me the credibility to talk to you about all the things I'm speaking to you about? Well, I am a professional trainer, speaker, and author. My area of focus is peak performance. But because I've done almost everything that I've shared with you, I've done those things as far as I've been a manager, I've been a leader in my community, I've been a worship leader, I've done so many different things. My family's had a brick and mortar business. I've been in multi-level marketing. Uh, and as Axel Foley would say, I have a fractured and occasional lore too. So I know about things on the good and the bad side of the fence. So I've done a little bit of everything. So. Movies, I've been in films with Nicolas Cage, John Voight, Ed Harris, uh, Bruce Greenboro. I've recorded music, singing, John Legend, Earth, Wind & Fire. There I go, there I go, there I go. I mean, I've done it all. But I made a decision as it relates to entertainment. Do you want to entertain people for a lifetime? Or would you like to impact lives for a lifetime? Because the entertainment aspect, usually that lasts merely hours, maybe a weekend. And then the people that are listening to you or that listened to you, they're going for the next person. They're looking for the next fun opportunity. But if I impact a message on your life, if I impact you with a message or a story or an analogy that really rings home with you in your heart, in your mind, you'll never forget it. And I'm hoping that some of this information right here, it will shift in a manner that will prevent you from forgetting the information that I'm sharing. Because I tell people quite often, you'll either like me at the end of this presentation or you won't like me. And the reason why is because I leave no stone unturned. I try to attack every um, issue or every topic or every angle on a particular topic so there's no room for guesswork. If you really want to help people, one thing you want to do, you want to make it simplistic and you want to make it easy for them to digest. If it's not easy for them to digest, how much are you truly helping them? So, more about what makes me uh, a perfect person or a good person to learn from, well I've been a member of the National Speakers Association, I've been a Toastmaster, I've been uh, certified through FLETC. I've done the Train the Trainer program. 
and most recently I've been certified through the Positive Leadership Coaching through George Mason University. So I've done my due diligence, I've done the work, I've paid my dues, I've seen things in ways that many people will never see them. I mean, I've been in reality shows. I've done a little bit of everything. And only to find out that that was the training ground to position me for where I am now. Literally, because once you have experience in doing so many different things, you get a greater appreciation and a greater respect for the industry you're in because you're able to pull things from different areas and different parts of your life and apply them where they're needed. Now, it was not always that way. You know, I, I'm telling you all this stuff, good things about me and things that you know I experienced and yes, they are true, but it was not always that way. For a good portion of my life, I uh, was a follower and I got in trouble. You know, I'm a New Yorker. I went to the school of, of hard knocks and I tell people I, I graduated from Bricks University. I just kept messing up, kept getting it wrong, following behind the trends of other people because I wanted to fit in. I wanted to uh, be accepted because what everyone else was doing seemed so cool. Now, what I found out was my dad told me a long time ago, he said, son, if you can't look at yourself in the mirror, that's a problem. Because you see, I was going in the wrong direction and I was making bad decisions over and over again. And when it was all said and done, I found myself as a substance abuser. This was my life. For over 20 some odd years, all I did was drugs. And I did not see myself getting away from that lifestyle. I wanted to, but I wasn't strong enough on my own. If it wasn't for a different viewpoint, looking at life through a different lens, God provoked me to create the change. He convicted me by forcing me to look through the eyes of my children. Now I commit to you, I confess to you as well, that that was the game changer for how I decided to be different, how I decided to look for, nurture, and, and claw and hang on to becoming the best version of myself because I wanted my children to aspire for more and they could not do it unless I made changes for myself. So the reason why I've become the person I've become was one, I was supposed to be this person, I didn't know it, but because there were someone and some people, and these people right here were the ones that really inspired me. And in fact, I say they saved my life. Because they were my children and they did not ask to come here, they did not ask to be born into a world of confusion and chaos, I at least owed it to them to show them a different side. So that's how I became the man I am today and how I'm doing the things that I do today. And I'm very grateful. So with that being said, uh, you see here the monitor from when I was in the hospital because I thought that getting off of drugs was going to be my new horizon, my new chapter in my life. And it was, but there was more that I had to endure. And I didn't realize that when the doctor called me and said, we think you've got cancer. Wow. You know, just when you think everything is going fine and the road will be clear. Well, I had to deal with this issue. You know, for I don't know how many years, I had to deal with the fact that 
Now this is a life-threatening situation and I've got to make decisions. So from 2000 to basically 2003, um, I, I just waited around and, and didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to move forward with any treatment, but I got the treatment and the cancer went away, at least so I thought. You know, they gave me um, uh, chemo and, and I got six months worth of chemo and it was gone, I was clear, I thought everything was fine and then it came back. It came back eight years later. And then they gave me more chemo, a different combination of uh, chemotherapy. And again, the cancer went away. But you also have to do things different if you expect to maintain a different lifestyle. And you may be wondering, what does all this have to do with business? Or what does all this have to do with a career? Well, in your career and in your journey, you may have come up against different obstacles. Sometimes it could be people not liking you, not having the opportunity, you know, but there's nothing more tragic than losing your life. You see, you can work at McDonald's, but you still got life. But if you know that you really want to aspire to be a supervisor, a manager, have your own business, there are going to be some tough times. And I would say that a life-threatening situation is a tough time. So my point is, if I can endure this, and you have not, what can you not endure to get to be the best version of yourself or to obtain your ultimate goal? You see, it's up to you to truly put your best foot forward. It's up to you to seek the person you want to become. When a student is ready, the teacher will appear. I've heard that many times, never understood it, but it's true for you as well. So you have to know, what game are you playing in life? Are you playing checkers or are you playing chess? And you have to decide. You see, checkers is a very simple game. It's a game of strategy, but pretty much you go to work, you come home, you take care of the family. Uh, you go to work, you come home, you take care of the family, you do what you do. And it's a less um, stressful, in most cases, uh, less demanding, in most cases, and pretty much that's it. When it comes to being an entrepreneur, being a career-driven supervisor or manager, my friends, you're playing chess. It's about developing relationships. It's about creating maybe another version of yourself through some of your colleagues or your subordinates. You have to take life a little more serious. More is expected of you. So I, I commend you if you're, if you're taking notes and if you got it and it makes sense to you. But what I want to share with you is that this is something that you can really benefit from if you just apply yourself. Steve Harvey says it all the time. The dream is free, but the hustle, that is sold separately. So now, take notes on this specific point because this is very, very important. People, places, and things. You want to be careful with the people that you are around because the people you are around will determine your success or your failures in many cases. And what I mean is simply that most people are toxic. They're negative. They don't take pleasure in you succeeding if they're not succeeding because it's a reminder of what they're not doing or where they aren't in their life. And if you have aspirations of becoming a supervisor, manager, entrepreneur, and they prefer to sitting at home watching television or movies, they're not that interested in your aspirations. And most of us have someone challenging in our lives. And unfortunately, some of us may share a pillow with the person that fits that model.
Now, the thing is, you cannot afford to let negative people in your private or your personal space. If you cannot prevent them from getting in your personal space, you cannot allow them in your mental space. You want to be around more agreeable people, positive people, people that will listen to you, people that will encourage you, maybe even people that will give you money with no expectation in return because they're doing it from the kindness of their hearts, from their hearts. It's happened to me, and you know what I was told? Just pay it forward. So I encourage, I encourage you and I would tell you that the most important thing you can do is try to pay it forward in your life as well. So the thing you want to do is understand that the places you go will be tremendously uh, important on your overall outcome. If you go to the right places, you will get the right results. See, I'm a movie buff. I've been in movies. But the point is, I couldn't have done the things that I've done if I only wanted to go to movies and only watch movies. You know, National Treasure was a great experience, but being on a reality show was a great experience, but there was more for my life. So you want to go to conferences, meetings, you know, but most people, they don't want to be on a teleconference. They don't want to be in a teleseminar. They don't want to be on a webinar. They don't want to do all the things that are necessary to get the results but they still want the results. It just does not work that way, my friends. You have to do the things you need in order to get what you truly want. And sometimes that's getting out of your comfort zone. So as I move forward to wrapping up, realize that things that you do are important. You know, Ernest Hemingway says you're the sum total of your thoughts. So are you some like in part or are you some like in the totality? You decide. Les Brown says it also. You've got to be willing to do the things today that others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. And I'm trying to sell you. I'm trying to sell you on yourself. You see, you are the best thing going, but you must believe it. I told you earlier, there's only one you. You have a unique voice, a unique style, and your talent, the way you uh, demonstrate it or the way you implement it it's unique to you and there's always someone waiting to hear the way you present it so you have to learn to see things differently and I'm talking about literally seeing things differently look at Amazon A to Z they've got everything that you want did you ever think about that is that what the A to Z stands for the little line that goes from the A to Z it's a smile but at the same time they're happy because they're generating revenue because they get everything that you want and we go there so often. So you have to understand that there's so many things I can share with you. There's not enough time to tell you everything. So I want to encourage you. Contact me at SirCharlesCarryInc.com and I will love the opportunity of finding out more about you and what your journey should consist of because I want you to be the best version of you. Whether it's writing a book or becoming an entrepreneur or finding out what your sweet spot is, you deserve it. And it's up to you to be the best version of yourself. Once again, I am Sir Charles Carey, and as always, you've got to radiate the brain and change the game. Thank you.